0: Hi, everyone. Thank you to all of our listeners tuning in and checking this podcast out. My name is Selena Pearman, and it is a pleasure to have Heather Woody joining with me on our uh, episode today. For those of you just getting to know the Workplace Chameleon, check out our previous sessions that had more about what we are and what we're about. In summary, My fascination is how we take all sorts of personalities, characteristics, and traits in people at work and figure out how we do this as part of organizations each and every day. I'm fascinated about how we enter, thrive, and even exit organizations at all different times of our life. So this podcast is meant to be informative, hopefully providing you some moments of thoughtfulness or reflection, but also as you'll soon discover from some good banter in this episode, we also aim to want to make it funny and applicable so that there's something you can do with it as soon as you have logged off from the episode. So, welcome everybody, and it is, as I mentioned, my pleasure to welcome Heather Woody. Heather, happy to have you on the show today.
1: Hello, Selena. It is just a pleasure to be here, and I'm so honored to be able to be one of your guests today. Um, As you know, and I've probably told you a million times, I think so highly of you, so I'm just thrilled to pieces to be here. Thank you.
0: Well, thank you. So Heather and I have crossed paths now for a long time. We both got a, a couple of decades, if we will, in this field of people and organizations, and I've come to respect her work so much. Our listeners can find more about Heather at heatherwoody.com. Heather, would you tell us a little bit about your background and just what drives your passion in this field?
1: Yes, absolutely. So my background is um, in my 23rd year of professional coaching and a little bit of consulting as well. Um, I have a degree from the University of Northern Iowa in communications, and I've also got um, the highest level of master certification in uh, professional coaching both in the personal and the corporate realm. So that all was born just out of a great desire, a really, truly a lifelong desire. I mean, even, even being very young in my life, um, feeling extremely devoted to bringing out the best in people, no matter what circumstance. And I think I learned some of those lessons very early in my life, just around people that I was raised by, but also huge athletic background. And so know that very key... Um, those very key things that make a person really soar and be able to uh, bring out their best and maximize their potential and capability. So I couldn't wait uh, really honestly in my life to begin partnerships with folks, whether it be again in the personal realm or a lot of leadership work, a lot of work in the corporate realm to bring out the best in, a, in an individual or a team. And so that's that's my life's work. That's my Super. life's passion. Can't yeah. get enough. I love it.
0: And for anybody who's had the opportunity to see Heather in action in front of clients in teaching and training. And and that's what I've really enjoyed about our conversations, Heather. And, And often I explain it. I love being able to Sit in organizations and walk the hallways and the facilities and the production floors and look, listen, and lead conversations about how we keep doing this better. What's it going to take for the organization of tomorrow to be able to thrive in a way that brings out the very best in its people? And and Heather, I know that your work is very much centered around bringing out the best in people. And we've got some, certainly there are organizations out there who struggle to do that. Right. And, and, you know, I think you and I probably seen it's an evolution process, right? You never get this a hundred percent, but what are we doing with our leaders to be able to help them bring out the best in other people? Yeah,
1: Yeah. no, I think you're right. And, and you're right. That, that word is so perfect, Selena evolution. It's, it's the, just all throughout the stages of understanding what that looks like in a particular organization. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So let's take it a little bit f- deeper for where we want to go today in terms of organizations amidst change. So we know that part of what we're exploring in this series um, through these episodes is how we respond to change in organizations, how we adjust and adapt, or maybe even where we struggle. And as you look at your own experience with such a wide variety of companies. Heather, any particular things that you've noticed about what what makes it hard to change in companies? Why where do we resist or maybe where some of those pain parts pain points are when we're just having a tough time with change?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I love that question. So I think I would start by saying this, you know, one one of the themes or threads, if you will, is we know people can change and we know that because whether, I mean, just even look at this year, everybody is, has been required to change in some sense. And so I think in organizations where it becomes, you know, the things that make that change difficult for people, it's that old cliche, kind of the unknown, that question mark that, um, causes uncertainty for folks and just uncertainty even in the midst of some excitement with change I think there's always that whether it be anticipation or or nervousness or um, anxieties sometimes because of the question mark that looms with how how do we go through this what does the playbook or the rule book look like going through change um, what does that mean for me you know we are inherently, Kind of selfish creatures, and not in just not a negative way. I don't say that in, in any negative sense. We certainly are concerned with ourselves, and and that that's very important. You know, that's very important for, for for people to be able to think that way. So I think that inherent question mark in and how does this land on my own doorstep um, mm-hmm. is a, is one of the biggest difficulties that people have, and I see that even with people who are very positive about the change that's being suggested or recommended. So it's for, for me, when I study that, I'm, I'm really looking at how large is the question mark in this organization through change.
0: Yeah. I love that. How large is the question mark, right? Yeah. And how does this land on my doorstep? Because our first response is what, what we're trying to understand it. We're trying to put some boundaries around it what's the impact of this and yes. in organizations i'm fascinated by how those individuals multiply them right on teams yes. and within departments and within organizations as we're adapting to change and you know i i continue to promise at least to my uh, for the listeners on this podcast we are we are trying to make this a fairly covid free podcast but you know coming out of 2020 and going into 2021 i love to remind us right that substantial change was around way before that, right? Humans have been doing that since the beginning of the day. But, you know, as we think about where we are going into 2021 at the timing of, you know, as we look at this podcast and the conversations we're having this next year of yeah, how big is that question mark? And in 2020, that question mark was pretty darn big.
1: Pretty darn big. Yes. And I, you know, once Lena, I would add to that, you know, it's, I love your view uh, as well on that too, that like, let's just keep moving forward and looking ahead. And the thing that just, you know, kind of sat literally uh, yesterday or so was in my mind was how, empowering it is to take a step into a new year, you know, even with so many question marks still looming, every year has question marks looming, right? But, but such an interesting time in all our, all of our lives, but how empowering it is that people can go into whatever changes are coming ahead and have a deeper understanding of, and, and look what I'm equipped with. And look so now I go through this change with a question mark, but look what I'm equipped with. And so I think there is something to be said for for that, the strength or the perseverance or the kind of the the sort of the thicker skin we've developed to endure what's forward. What is forward. I love yeah.
0: it. Yeah, which which leads me to my next question and thinking about uh, to your comment over what are you equipped with? So every year, right? We've moved into a new year, and a year is a is a place mark, right? It's a it's a transition, a a, a a transition point, and so when you think about advice that you give to others and some of those coach all those coaching moments that you have one on one and in groups, uh, in companies, I want to I want to work on that. Idea of what are you equipped with? So, what is some of the advice you give to others about adjusting to change better? How do you help them identify what they're already equipped with or what they need to seek out?
1: Yeah, great, great question. So, you know, the equipped with part is, you know, reminding folks that in their lifetime they've been through change a lot, and whether that change has been, you know, very small or or, or you know whatever uh, magnitude of significance that is. They've already been through it. So, so what they're already equipped with is history and experience, and uh, they know their ups and downs through change, so the awareness of themselves through that. Uh, most likely, most people do kind of have that awareness now. Whether we want to like how we go through change or not is a different story. But knowing that we yeah. have is a big is a big piece. Um, the other thing I always talk about with folks is, and so let's look at what are your strengths. What are the things that make you great, and how do we draw those into how you navigate change? So let's start to talk about that. And we and we do that. We bring those strengths right alongside whatever change or you know. Action plans that might be being uh, delivered to them in order so that they can execute on change. We really work from a place of where are your biggest muscles and how do we equip our change process with those. So that's sort of sort of that. The other piece I would say that I think is really important for a person to have on board is uh, the knowing that they it is really their responsibility to get what they need change. So to empower a person with, and so ask the questions you need to ask, you know, learn more about the change, do your homework, do your research. These are all things you can control when when it feels like sometimes change delivers uncontrollable circumstances. We are very much in control of learning about that change and growing our knowledge base. So in terms of what to go out and sort of do or where to activate yourself in change, especially in organizational change, is to sit down with people that have a closer, maybe a closer view of what's actually happening and ask some very productive questions. And when I say productive I, you know, I, I've said many, many times to folks, we don't expect anybody to to go and just be happy about a change that may seem very difficult or daunting. But what we do, what we know for sure is that a productive attitude, one that is solution seeking and idea seeking and information seeking is so much more, um, you know, you're going to have such a better experience going through that change if you can carry that demeanor with you. And it's something that you have to work at for sure. Um, And you, yeah, yeah. you bring that up of this,
0: how we show up in that moment. And it's one of the things I've really appreciated about your work and message over the years of choosing how we show up in that moment uh, of, of taking that solution, seeking, asking questions, right. Knowing what my strengths are. And I also think about how we bring out the strengths in other people, because during times especially during difficult change, is a great time to recognize the strengths in the people around you. You know, I think about my own family situations over the years where we hit crisis and we had roles, right? There were people who are different, good at different things. I can think about that in my personal life. And I can think about that, you know, in our teams when difficulty hits. We look to people for expertise or because of their history or because of that muscle that you mentioned, that, that strong muscle that they that is just their natural that they know how to step in. Yeah. Let's let's talk a little bit more about that showing up because I think especially during really hard change, you know, it, there might be uh, you know listeners in our audience who are going through maybe significant change at work, maybe a, a job change they weren't expecting yeah. or difficult news maybe Changes are going on in their organization and they've been tasked with new assignments and they maybe weren't the ones they were looking for, right? Thinking about some of those really hard or maybe betrayal. One of the things that, you know, I continue to explore as part of these conversations is when betrayal or hurts happen at work and how we still choose to take care of ourselves, but how we show up in that time. So I'd love to hear a little bit more from you in terms of what that means to you in terms of showing up with your best self during some of those hard times or what you've learned by watching others.
1: Yeah, no, it's, you know, the showing up piece is such a, it resonates so deeply with me. And and I kind of go back to times where, um, you know, in an athletics background that I've got and that my family has, you know, we talk a lot about in track and field, even, and this this pertains to kind of your question is like when you put your toe on the line, you it's you've got to have your game face on, you've got to be ready. And we don't know what's going to happen in your race, but what we do know is there's a lot you can control. And so be ready. And so when we talk about showing up into change, difficult change, change that sprung on you last minute, a variety of circumstances, you know, it's being able to access sort of in your mind, okay. How do I want to put my toe on the line? How do I want to step up in this? Now, the other piece before I kind of go down that road as well is what I also understand is there's some very realistic emotions for people that go some again, some are just excited as it gets like, who finally change is coming and, and excited about what's forward. Uh, a lot of people are like, whoa, no idea what's going on. So they come with a difficult um, kind of a, a demeanor and it's more shocked or afraid or what have you. And so when I think about showing up, it's a recognition of, and I ask this question a lot, how do you, where do I stand right now with this information? Where do I stand right now with this information? I, I'm a big proponent of the questions you ask yourself and and giving yourself the time to be able to figure out where you're at so that you can understand, okay, so, and what do I need to be? How do I need to show up moving forward? So, so being incredibly intentional with that. My recommendations to folks and including myself, you know, everything I say, I, this is for myself to digest as well Is, and so what does great look like for me in this change? What, what do I, how do I want to take this on so that I can really own my delivery of this change? Because because here's the thing what I, what I always want people to know is your yes, the outcome of the change is really important, but how the most important thing is what does your character look like? how do you show up? how do you what do you want people to see of you and what do you want people to know of you and and purely so that you are seen as incredibly valuable in your organization and and one that too is very realistic that we honor the difficulty of change so it's not just put your positive face on it's it's put your productive face on and and navigate all of the emotions and all of the circumstances with a desire to improve or desire to tackle and and know that it is also okay when you feel a little exhausted from that change. And Mm -hmm. so when people get to that place and how they're showing up, so let's say today I just show up very, very exhausted, very short fuse. I'm on my last nerve that, that I figure out a way to communicate that to someone so that I can say, Hey, I'm, I'm having a day and I need a little help getting to the next step of change. So it's a looking to people around you as well to help you come along. But the thing I zero out for everybody and this includes myself is a lingering any sort of lingering negativity about change because what we know is it begins to compound and then there's never a real adoption to what that change is is able to deliver so we never get a real feel for that and we can't assess it correctly so that's that's where I'm at in terms of showing up yeah
0: Oh, Heather, that's spot on. This for this, you know, we we just have so many opportunities in that moment, right, to decide who we're being in this moment. And to your comment on the, to, you know, toe on the line. When you think about, you know, any athlete who's willing to put that on right then, right? Yes. And put it on, on that line. They've done the work behind it, right? Yes. They've done the hard work to get to that moment of putting toe on the line. And I think that that's that that speaks to the rest of us is that, you know, we'll continue to explore topics around self-care and 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 how we do that to get us ready to put our toe on the line. But you know, when that toe is on the line, you know, a couple of the, the notes of I love your point about right, where do I stand right now with this information? So that I can do a quick assessment. I think for our listeners, that's a great takeaway to say, where do I stand right now? So that I can get an accurate read of, okay, I'm going to feel it. This is what I'm feeling. And this is what it means for me. And here are my next best choices. But then your next point of what does great look like in this during this change? What, you know, it may not be a great change, but what is great for me? What, what does, what does being great in this moment look like. And it's my best version of myself. Yes. And, and then to your last point, just that reminder, we want to encourage all of our listeners is that I don't, none of us have to do this alone. Right. And so to access your resources, to tap into someone and say, like you said, I'm having a day or I'm having a moment and I'm showing up in this moment and I'm struggling and to be able to, reach out and and tap into somebody else, even if it, and I love always that reminder that if I'm asking them just to listen, or I'm asking them to help me problem solve, right? I need you to listen for five minutes. I need you to listen for an hour, but, or I I need you to listen for 10 minutes and then I need some help, right? Problem solving this or thinking through because then my listeners going to show up differently for me in that moment too.
1: Yeah, I I really do. And I think, as you said that Selena too, I think for anyone who has this, the great opportunity to lead, people. I think uh, making that for as a leader to really make the space for people to show up that way and, and to be one that hears through the, you know, how a person is evolving through the changes we've delivered to them and that a leader really refrains from you know, turning that person away or telling them how they should feel or any of that, that rather just embrace where they're at and then coach, be a great coach to that person right through that so that their show up continues to be really good. You know, Uh, leaders have a lot to do with a person's show up, right?
0: And and you and I will always hold leaders to that that higher level of accountability, and I I think that's an important message for leaders in all types of roles, and it's also good in our relationships. Uh, you know, in that moment, my marriage, right, right, yes. family, relationships, every day, all of it. every day, every day. Oh, Heather. Thank you for sharing those insights. So as our listeners get to know this podcast, we are um other podcasts do the same, but we've changed up some questions for kind of bringing all of these ideas together and having a little bit of fun as we wrap up the episode. So <laughs> I'm just thrilled with what you just shared with us and and going back to you know hopefully our our listeners will. Uh, take away that toe on the line, right? That moment yes. of change and how we, how, what showing up means for them, what great looks like and how do I stand with this and that you, they don't have to do it on, alone. I think those are all really just neat, neat things for everyone to consider. So let's give them a couple other things about you and about us. And great. as we wrap up our our time together here today. Yeah. So our lightning round uh, so those of you who are just getting to know me and and folks that I have joining with me on this podcast, I'm a I'm a word fanatic. I love words. Uh, Scrabble in our household was an Olympic sport growing up. And uh, uh, still to this day, there are, when we can gather, there are um, um, major games and lots of competition that happens. So I've chosen a word for Heather. I'm and and it is perseverance. So Heather, just share with our audience for a couple of minutes what it means to you. What, what do you think of when you hear the word perseverance?
1: Yeah, I love that word, Selena. I do. So I think, you know, when I think about that word, it's honestly, it's the character quality or the what people show, how people deliver perseverance is probably um, the thing that makes the hair stand up on my arms the most. I mm-hmm. love Uh, You know, and again, it doesn't matter if they ever reach the end goal. It's like this. It's like the great effort that people bring in even just daily circumstances to just get through and and show themselves they can. Like, I love that. That just I that's that's my jam. I love watching people put effort forward.
0: Yes. Yeah. I loved when that word showed up for you, just for knowing you over these years of how not only do you persist, right? And that perseverance, but how you really want to help others do the same and and stick to it, whatever that is, right? Just to be able to see it through. Right. Yeah. Good. So I love, you know, some of the things we're trying to do on this particular show is just continue to provide resources or ideas about, content that's out there. Do you have a, a, a
1: favorite something you're reading now or that you're reading next? You know, so a couple things. I think one is I, that I'm reading now, I kind of just finished, um, you know, rereading. And I don't know if you've heard of this book, but it's Leadership and Self-Deception. So it's a, I, I reread it recently because it's such an intriguing book. It's kind of told in a fable format, but it talks a lot about how we see ourselves and how we see others and really what we believe about people and how we talk to them as a result of that. And it just reminded Boy, me through that. Nice. I'm so glad you picked that one. That's that's not one that has come up. And I think that
0: would be, uh, there's just a lot of digging in that you can do. And I love your point about rereading a book. I think yeah. it's one of those things that we don't give enough credit to, that when we revisit a book, it, it, we process it a little differently because we're in a different space, right? Yes. We're going to pull out different things and, yes. and how important that is. All right. And Heather, you know, my love of laughter and humor. Uh, and, and so I want
1: to know what makes you laugh in life? What just gives you a good old good old laugh. You know you know me, Selena. I mean, I love this I love to laugh, but I'll tell you what. My I have been very blessed. I've got we've got two children and I love them both with all my heart and soul and their personalities are each very unique. My daughter is 16 and hilarious. And I will tell you what, from like literally from the time she gets out of bed to it's she doesn't even try. She just says such funny things and it just kills me. So I'm usually rolling or some tears are rolling down my face because she says something so funny and she's got this little edge. She's got this little edge to her and it is a kill. So I'm fortunate yeah. that she's in our household. Yeah. oh,
0: I love it. Well, yeah. you know, and all of us, you know, whether we've got people in our household, people in our workspace. You know, and even if we're just missing some people right, right. now, just given our, and it, this time in life, um, finding that humor, right? It's just yes. such an important part of managing change and not making light of it, but finding those moments where we can just get a good, good belly laugh in. I love it. And, And those other people who lift us up in our lives. Right. Heather, what a pleasure to spend some time with you for this episode. And I just hope that everybody listening can pull out a few of those great pieces from Heather's wisdom and insight. And as both of us, I know, continue just to want to keep learning, want to keep growing and wanting to help make a difference in others.
1: Well, Selena, you are certainly doing all of that good work and you have been for so many years. And, you know, for podcast listeners, I mean, you can't get enough of what Selena is saying or doing. And it's always so fun for me to get to listen to her. And, and I've, I've learned so much from you. And so um, to be able to go through and and to do this work with you today is just I mean, I'm I'm treasuring it as a awesome and awesome way to end this year and to begin the new. Super.
0: Well, we will look forward to lots of conversations coming up and to all of our listeners, please check out our website, workplacechameleon.com. We will continue to post episodes and drop them uh, available to you on all the major platforms. So stay tuned and the conversation will continue. Take care, everybody.